Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, it's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where every week I help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. Now, that might be the mission of the nonprofit that you're working at, or if you're a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant, the many different missions that you serve working with the many different nonprofits that you serve. It is happy January. We are on our final week of January 2023 and super excited to close out this month with another guest speaker. We've had amazing guest speakers throughout most of January, uh, so you'll definitely want to check them out. We had Rob Harder last week come on and talk about how to grow your nonprofit's funding. The week before, we had Michael Thatcher from Charity Navigator talk about everything they're doing on Charity Navigator and why your nonprofit should be a part of it. We've had so much. And today we have another guest on, and this is Mr. Eeyore Bauman from Worky. That's W-O-R-K-E-E, Worky. And we're going to start off today talking about what Worky is, and then we're going to move into a deeper conversation about writing blogs and why it's important for your nonprofit or your consultancy to write blogs to drive folks to your website. Yes, it has been around. We've heard about bloggers for years. A lot of people are calling these articles now. This is a great way to not only share educational content, but to have a driver to get people to your website so they know more about your nonprofit or about your business. So Eeyore is gonna talk about that today. So definitely stay tuned. If you're interested in getting more people to your nonprofit's website or your consultancy's website and to really boost education to your followers or to your donors and to build those types of relationships. And of course, if you wanna hear more about Worky, it is a free resource for you. How I like to explain it, and I talk about it in the podcast today, is it's basically if WordPress, QuickBooks, and Calendly had a baby. So it's a great place for you, even if you have a website already, to have this integrated tool so you can definitely check it out. And at this point in time, I am not an affiliate with Worky or anything like that. It's just a great product that we can uh, look at and that's out there and that you are sharing with us today. And before we get started today, if you are interested in building your grant writing skills, getting your nonprofit positioned for funding, or if you're interested in becoming a freelance grant writer or building your consultancy, definitely join our free grant writing and funding hub haven. You can check all of this out at grantwritingandfunding.com. Just click on the get started button at the top of the website and you can subscribe to our free hub haven where you get a ton of information plus updates on the podcast every single week and our weekly email newsletter. The Hub Haven. We also have a fantastic presentation on February 2nd that will be live at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are a freelance grant writer or thinking about becoming one, Rachel Waterman from Global Development Solutions and Grant Easy Management Software is going to present survey revealed what and how grant professionals are pricing their services. This is a big unveiling of the 2022 survey results that Global Development Systems did back in 2022 with freelance grant writers. So in this presentation, you're gonna walk away with the understanding of what grant professionals are doing for fair pricing models, 
how behavior towards pricing varies between genders, and what percentage of grant writers are dedicating unpaid time and how to make this right. So if you want to see the results from a survey of over 100 grant professionals on their fair pricing models and their behavior towards pricing, please join us because Rachel is unveiling this to the grant writing and funding change makers for the first time. So, so to premiere these findings, Rachel Waterman is actually delivering this with us here at Grant Writing and Funding for the first time ever. So definitely check it out. It was, it's going to be a live presentation on Zoom. You can sign up for it so you can make sure you get all the links and all the things. It's completely free, February 2nd, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard. So for more information, go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash grant dash training. You'll be able to find all of our trainings coming up and be able to register there. So once again, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash grant dash training. And of course, for today's episode and show notes and to find out more about working and how to contact Eeyore, you can go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 256. All right, so let's get to our podcast now with Eeyore Bauman, who is co-founder and CEO at Worky. So on the show today, I have a wonderful guest who is going to be talking about a lot of things about blogs, maybe some client testimonials, and some other ways that you can maybe manage your online business. So I have with me Mr. Eeyore Bauman from Worky. Hi, Eeyore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey. Yes, yeah, super excited. So you're tuning in from California. Of course, I'm tuning in from Guam. So we've got our time zone <laughs> kind of worked yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Worky, so we actually met up before offline. We've been talking for a while and, you know, looking at the different things that you guys are doing. So you guys are definitely going to want to check out Worky today. So I'm just going to say that from the get-go. Um, and we're going to talk more about what Worky is. So do stay tuned. But um, basically, if you're going to think about something about if WordPress and Calendly had a baby and, you know, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. Um, and along the way with also QuickBooks. So it's a lot of fun how, how we can actually merge different things and the ease of Worky. But like I said, I'm going to do that as a teaser and leave you guys hanging for now. And we're going to get more into about you first, Eeyore. So you've been working in business development for over eight years. You've been doing a lot of different work in the tech industry. Um, so, but now you're kind of looking at how can I also help people who work online people who do services, coaches, consultants, tutors, and all of that. But what got you started into this? Can you kind of give us a little history about you? So uh, I started my career from uh, advisory. I've been working as a professional consultant in the management consulting in PricewaterhouseCoopers, a big advisory firm. And uh, yeah, I've been working there for a couple of years. And then I moved to one of my clients and it was in tech industry. So I started to work into tech as a project product analyst and the manager as well. And I was building products for different markets, for different clients, and I was building our products as well. So I like was really in love how things are really scalable and how things can go global very quick. And uh, once pandemic happened in 2020, a lot of people moved working online and it was uh, the case for myself and for my co-founders as well. Uh, however, for a lot of people, it was also a big challenge. Did you know that during the COVID, the first year, 400,000 millions of people lose their job worldwide? Mm -hmm. So it was like big amount of people. Mm -hmm. And uh, people was losing job from different areas. And uh, one of that 
uh, people were my mom, actually. She was working in therapy business during the COVID and was a private hospital was not ready to operate and my mom was a job. And uh, she was having a lot of clients online based on appointments. However, for running appointments, you know, it's not only video calls. It's also some booking. It's also some payments. It's also some client management. It's also some uh, accounting, paperwork, etc. And it's real hustle. Mm -hmm. That's why we decided to create some simple workspace that empowers professionals and freelancers to start their business. We actually building working for those professionals that already uh, ready to work with their clients that already have maybe some clients already to work directly. So mm -hmm. we are focusing on creating your personal website that is 100% your personal brand. Mm -hmm. We empower you to work with your clients without any fees, manage your routine, manage your clients and manage your accounting out of the box. So this is kind of intelligent workspace for professionals that do work online and we are just helping them to focus on their clients, to focus on their success. Meanwhile, we'll manage their back office. Right, right. And, 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 you know, I love that part of your passion, you know, you're kind of taking together your different skills that you've had as far as business development, tech, finance, and then you're also combining it with your personal experience of your mother, right? Losing her job and, and saying, hey, there's got to be a solution here. Can we think a little global? Can we think a little bit bigger and, and simplify some ways? Because sure, there, there's online booking things out there. There's, uh, you know, software for finance management. There's different things. Um, but how you guys put it together then is to say, well, let's put it together in one one system, right? And then let's also like a lot of people and users use it at no cost. Let's have a no cost entry. So I really like that, you know, you're, you're kind of, a, a, well, you are actually taking this platform. Like I said, it, it's kind of like this interesting Calendly QuickBooks and, you know, like there's, um, and even WordPress, like having a baby together because everything's in one component. So even in my mind, that I mean, that works great for nonprofit consultants, for freelancers out there who you're booking your clients. You also have to grab your payments and you need, you need a quick website to put together where they can see all of your services. So it's a really good user interface. Um, but then I'm also thinking in the hat of a nonprofit, right? So a lot of nonprofits out there, maybe they're not booking as much, but they're needing to have a landing page where they can talk about a crowdfunding campaign. Yeah. You know, that nature. So I also see like working could be a solution or an opportunity um, in that way as well, right? To also be able to capture um, easy uh, clicks to donate and that sort of thing. So have you guys kind of looked at nonprofit work as well? Um, yeah, definitely. And actually, to be honest, we have a lot of users that uh, come to work organically from different areas. And we have a lot of consultants as well from, you know, from business consulting, from some personal uh, health, personal finance, from some uh, personal success or personal coaches as well. So uh, we are not limiting that professionals to work with Worky. And the main thing about Worky, it really simplifies your back office, your availability and your schedule. You can just connect different calendars and uh, share your Worky website, your personal Worky website with your clients. Your clients booking you to the available time that suits for both of you. So uh, you, you can skip the payment. You can just have a one-on-one -on -one session without any payments. You are getting their automation from working. We are sending invites, meeting notifications, all payment and video links. 
mm-hmm. everything managed by our side, by our software. So uh, in terms of this way, uh, I personally use Worky as my productivity tool because mm-hmm. I handle 100% of my meetings with Worky. I just sharing, sharing my work website to all my uh, clients, partners, investors, uh, other potential uh, partnerships as well. They're just booking me. For a free call, I have the separate time slot for having such partnership calls. They're mm-hmm. just booking me and I see all the traction. I can see all the history of our relations and Worky just manages all the routine, like sending the links, as I said, already notifications. We are supporting different calendars. So it will notify you uh, to, add the, uh, to add the invitation, to add the calendar, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely answering your question. It's a really great way to autopilot things and really great way to forget forget about different things. I love that. Yeah, and it is. It's an, it's an interesting user face because it does simplify everything and put things in one place. So I know I said I was going to tease you about it, but we just came out and talked about it. But that's all good because... You know, that's, I just want you guys to really get in front of it, all you listeners and viewers out there, to be able to access and see what you're, what we're talking about as far as Worky. Now, um, on the other hand, though, we talked about, because you guys actually have a lot of great blogs on Worky, too, and a lot of great content. So I wanted you to share with our listeners and viewers out there about, you know, writing blogs. Because one of the things that you had mentioned is, hey, we're getting, like, you know, 10,000 views every single week on our, you know, we're, this is a way we're building customers coming in because a lot of consultants and a lot of nonprofits ask me, hey, Holly, I put something out there. I put out a website and now I'm hearing crickets and I'm, I'm hearing nothing and trying to stand out in the noise or just to get people to find you as a consultant is a huge, like it's a huge barrier. So one of the ways I know that works is writing articles, writing blogs, um, getting content out there so people can find you. And I found a really, you know, great uh, blog on your site about that specifically. And I said, hey, can you kind of talk to the audience a little bit more about, you know, what are some ways, why is it so important to write a blog? And how does that really work for people to find you when you write them and give some some tips on how to write the best blog so people can find them? (laughs) Yeah, this, you actually touched very sensitive questions. Because we are in the content marketing uh, vertical for uh, almost two years. So we started to do our blog from almost the early beginning. And yeah, it's really challenge because a lot of companies write a lot of content right now. And you know how Google works. You just putting as more keywords as you can. And mm-hmm. after that, you just like uh, make your fingers this way, just crossing fingers. You hopefully that Google will notice your keywords and will bring you up in the search results. Mm -hmm. So it's a real challenge. And um, yeah, about this one, you should be really specific what results you want to bring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having some organics came to you based on our blog, it's a real challenge and it may take a year or even more for you to get some results. Because, yeah, you just need to invest a a lot here. And the thing is that today you can write some article with great keywords, but search engine will recognize this article in maybe three, six months. So it's a really long-term game. Yeah. Definitely we have some uh, um, some advices here and I'll be happy to share them with your audience. But just to start with, first of all, be clear what goals you have. If you are about goal to bring clients, 
just be aware that it's gonna be hard and it's could take a lot of time yeah. uh, you can also uh, use blog for great uh, other uh, reasons for example sharing some experience with your audience and just sharing okay i already write about this check this out and sharing right mm-hmm. uh, just, just maybe sharing some your use case with other clients as a referrals as testimonials you can also uh, just write your uh, blog and connect it to social media you can just uh, use your blog for email marketing there are like dozens of ways how you can utilize it just building your personal brand Right, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, your name is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone uh, wants to know who is Holly, right? What she do, uh, how is she business, etc. Some experience, some maybe uh, feedback from the market. So you are building your personal brand, and this is why work is important because we help you to build your personal brand with your personal website. It goes your personal story from the day one, and as soon as you'll build your personal brand, your personal website, as uh, more results you'll get sooner, right? So about having a good blog, uh, here, just some statistics. Did you know that 88% uh, of users that have bad user experience will not return to your blog or to your website? Ah. So this is the studies. And uh, the studies are really confirmed by the market right now. And it's really important to keep as lean as you can, because right now you will confirm that by your own experience. Mm-hmm. You are already tired from overloaded things. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, everyone hates when you're going to some new website and this website is just booming you with all ads. Mm-hmm. It's just so annoying right now. So uh, you just, our advice, first advice, skip that. Mm-hmm. Be, be very specific about what you want to bring to your blog, to your website, to your content that, that you have. And just make sure that uh, your viewers that will visit your website, your visitors that will visit your blog, whatever, will get value and will get a sense of it as soon as they can. Because you know how social media works right now. You are having Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. You're just scrolling. And it goes this way that you just losing the ability to focus on things for long. Right. Yeah. So you have literally five, 10 seconds. You either get it, either you miss and you turn and you will never return. So yeah. this is our first experience. Uh, our first advice, be careful about, how, about overloading the information to the content you provide. Be very so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Second, it's content quality. Make sure that you are delivering value and your content is not about promotion. We yeah. did a lot of work with Worky here. And mm-hmm. yeah, we do a lot of content for, uh, marketing in Worky blog, in social media, in email marketing, in Quora, in Medium, in different channels. Mm-hmm. And the only one thing that we uh, understood is forget about marketing. As less marketing you have, as more results you will have. Mm-hmm. This one works only this way. Only when people will understand that, okay, these guys know something, Okay, these guys uh, are nice to read and nice to follow. I'll go for them. Yeah. This works only this way. So other ways you can be just getting the spam, just like not quality content and you really don't want it. Mm-hmm. Second one is be niche specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't write on, don't do like hundreds of things in one. Be specific about what you are building. Yeah. Uh, find a niche, find things that really... Uh, 
drives you, that really makes you uh, wake up at night, etc. And just like share, share uh, your passion, right? Be passionate about what you do and share your passion with audience. It's always very tangible and it always brings great results. Mm-hmm. Um, consistent posts, make sure that you have the right expectations from your audience. If you're writing like one per week, do it one per week. Yeah. You can think that, okay, I'll skip this week, nobody cares. But believe me, people noticing this. Mm-hmm. People noticing and people wa- want to be uh, aware about what you're running and they will also appreciate if you are doing your work in great way. So yeah. be consistent about posts, be consistent about your content, be consistent about what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I like those points too because right? Being concise. And even if you have a longer blog, like separate it, right? So I know my mom, she's an English teacher all the way. And she's always like, but it drives her crazy because she's like, there's not enough sentences in these paragraphs. And I'm like, no, 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 you got, you got to like make it kind of, you know, one sentence is okay for a paragraph for a blog sometimes. Cause you know, it has to pop. Like you said, the, how the eye reads the page. And if you have heavy paragraphs and very more academic writing, it's really going to turn people off and except if that's your specific niche, right? Like you talked about, like if that's your niche and that's what your specific academia speak is, that's, that might be a different conversation. But for most professionals who are just looking to help people solve problems and have, you know, solutions to their struggles, right? You want to have that content very concise. So I, I love that. And then as far as, you know, having quality, right? You're saying having quality and don't just market, don't just be like, I'm for hire, that's it. Like, you know, talk about how to solve it. Yeah. Right. So I think a call to action is absolutely good at the end. Yeah. If you like what you read today and want to know more about me, you know, here, books. Yeah. That's fine. But like you said, a lot of it can just be heavy on like buy this, buy this, buy this, or all of the features of your product instead of talking about the benefits, you know, writing grants for people is going to help them save time. It's going to help them decrease their stress because they don't have to write the grants, you know, talk about those things as well. Right. Um, and, and that can be helpful, very helpful. Uh, you, uh, I, I, unfortunately I can't show it to you right now, uh, but I have this sentence on my laptop on the back screen and it says, build your company for your customers, not for investors. Ooh. And um, yeah, this is the way it is right now because you know the only thing that will make your company happen, the only thing that will allow you to grow faster is just your customers. Yeah. It's just clients, and first of all, focus on things that really deliver value. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever you build, content, website, some analytics, some other of your passion, companies, whatever. Be sure that you deliver value. Value is about everything. As soon as you are able to deliver value, as soon as you are able to grow and to build your business. So that's the main point here. I have other uh, some nice points just to su- summarize a, a blog thing. If you, yeah, maybe something to include. Okay, so we already discussed about the quality and about the user interfaces. Uh, when you will actually build your sync. Uh, when you will actually build your blog, make sure that you just have this kind of checklist ready. So mm-hmm. make sure that your uh, website, your content is synchronized and is acceptable by search engines. Mm-hmm. 
simple, right? Google search engine, Bing search engine, Yahoo, etc. Be sure that these guys just noticing you and these guys are counting the content that you're creating. This is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, decide how you'll grow and market your blog. Pick your channels, uh, pick your channels, be consistent with your channels and uh, just like share the value again about value. Third point, you know, it's very nice when you are describing your story, but it's very nice when someone participates in your story. Mm. As uh, for example, I do right now is your podcast, right? You mm. are bringing myself and our audience to your podcast. At the same time, uh, you also allowing me to speak about uh, our insights, about our business, etc. So this is the way it is. Be sure you are able to invite uh, interesting people, make some interesting use cases, uh, make some interesting stories with them, try to involve their audience. Mm -hmm. This is a great way to build things really quicker. quicker. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, uh, put some efforts into uh, make things really easy, make things like, you know, as Steve Job, Jobs told one day, the most hardest thing is to build simple things. Yes, yes, we complicate it very quickly. <laughs> and then it turns into a big monster, right? No, absolutely. You know, and just to touch on the partnership with blogs, right? Because a lot of people don't go there. Just, it's a blog, it's, you know, first person, I'm just going to write it like this, whatever, right? And the thing is, is like you said, this podcast that we have together, then I write show notes. And that's actually turns into a blog. And, you know, so there is more, and then I have like links that go to you. Maybe if we talk about something else, it'll link out to somewhere else that it, maybe it'll link to another article or podcast that we've done that, you know, has a similar um, story or something to it. So then that helps, right? So I think sometimes nonprofits or freelancers forget about that inclusion that you're talking about and that partnership but that way you can really build more relationships and you can get more eyes on your stuff because then people will do it the same. So just real quick for nonprofits, I just want to touch on this because I think you, you made this very interesting. I want to make sure they grab it is even use other nonprofits, even if you think they're my competition. No, they're your collaboration, right? If you can include them in a story, if they helped you with a fundraiser, if you're partnering on something, include them, link out to them on your blog, talk about them, interview them, maybe do a podcast with them. And, and this will grow and then maybe they'll do the same for you. And then all of a sudden other eyes are on your nonprofit because you're making this more of a conversation right, than just a monologue, right, from your blog. So I, I love that you you mentioned that partnership because a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess you would 100% agree with me when I, I say that all the great products that right now exist on the market and that we are using right now are here just because competition. Yeah. Just because competition is here because this is the only one key driver that push companies to do better, to sell uh, cheaper, to extend faster, right? And this is applicable for different verticals, right. especially for consultants, especially for all businesses, etc. Mm -hmm. So make sure you not against competition, you are with competition yes. and you are benefit from your competition because mm -hmm. everyone has own style. 
Today I'm talking to you. Yesterday I had another podcast running, etc. And like you have your dance, you're growing your dance, you're doing great. Same way, uh, there are like other great guys that also do great work, and you can learn something. They can learn something from you, and this is the way it should be, and this is the way it exists. Right. I love that. Yeah. And to think about that, because a lot of times people think competition, um, especially if we look at nonprofits, right? And instead of, okay, let's, how can we collaborate? How can we write grants together instead of competing for them potentially? Um, or even if you're a consultant, um, I know a lot of people feel like, oh my gosh, I am competing with them. But the, the thing is, is that there's over 1.7 million nonprofits in the United States alone. There are not that many freelance grant writers, right? There's not that many nonprofit consultants. Yeah, exactly. So much work for us that we need more um, competition out there, right? So um, that's one of the things that definitely when you work together, you can then develop new things. Um, just even Dr. Beverly Brown and I, she's the, the author for Grant Writing for Dummies. And her and I, we have a lot of the same similar products, but we talked and we said, what can we do together? So we created a course together and then both of us just did half the work instead of doing the full work. And it was more fun because we had, we were working with somebody else and, you know, we created something completely new that neither of us would have done if we would have done it together. So those are just kind of like, you know, ways kind of, I know we're talking about blogs, but this really spins off because relationships can happen when you bring people into those blogs. So I just, I love that you highlighted that. I love that you highlighted the quality. And then you also highlighted, you know, having a niche groove, right? When you're writing. Yeah. And, you know, inherently everyone who's listening to this podcast has a niche groove. If you're a nonprofit, you may be serving a certain part of the population, right? Um, if you're a freelance grant writer, just being a freelance grant writer is kind of niche, right? But you're going to have your own yeah. federal grants, foundation grants, or working with these types of nonprofits. So leverage that. Don't try to go big and generic thinking you're going to get more clients or more donors that way. Focus on what you're passionate about. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit more? Because I think that's such an important point that you brought up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, like, uh, I'm sure that you already faced with those experts mm -hmm. that do some specific work, but charge really, uh, really, like a lot of money for their time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good doctor will charge you a lot. Good lawyer will charge you a lot because all these guys will save you as a result of money, a lot of efforts, a lot of energy, right? So this is about things, how you should be specific about your expertise. And this is one of the main points I uh, put put higher in the beginning. It's be specific about your dish, about what content you are building, what services you are providing, and just be sure that you are really good at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, practice makes perfect. Uh, point number one. Point number two, nothing is perfect enough, right. right? Things are growing. So you are building your personal brand. You are building your personal name. You are bringing your, uh, you are building your business. Be uh, sure and be passionate about what you build uh, and invest into your education, invest into your network. It's very important to uh, be higher as you was like yesterday. Uh, know more, like practice more, deliver more value and in this case you 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 shouldn't be like about everything 
be about things that really uh, you are passionate about and build your network there, build your audience there, build your content there, and you will achieve a lot of success. I love that. And, and, you know, and, and just a way to translate that to nonprofits too, it's like when they're really focusing on writing certain grants or building a certain donor base, you know, and they're really focused and they have their strategic plan and they know exactly what they're going to be doing for the year. And they may have three main goals that they're going to build. They're going to do really well compared to the person or the nonprofit that may not have a strategic plan that's spinning in their wheels, that's saying yes to every single fundraiser or thing, but they're not spending a lot of time focusing on developing it, right? So that's kind of that comparison. And then for the freelance grant writers or nonprofit consultants out there, a lot of you folks, you know, I hear a lot of times too, it's just anything and everybody at any nonprofit they'll take. And then the communication gets really distorted and you're learning how to do different things every single day and you never really become a master at one thing where if you become a master maybe you really pay attention to just writing certain grants targeting certain types of nonprofits like maybe you know youth youth nonprofits or conservation or something very specific then you can start writing blogs about conservation or youth or you know really in taking those people in and interviewing nonprofits and involving them and being the expert leader in that niche right so that's where you can spend more quality time and get higher results and then like you said charge higher as well because you're becoming more of an expert so I think that's really, really um, great that you mentioned that. So thank you for, yeah, going deeper into that. <laughs> uh, happy we are on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. So real quick before we tie up today, I just also want to dive into testimonials. Now we're writing a blog. Now we have the blog. We're good. We know what we're writing about. We have our niche and all of that. How can we then, a lot of times, and I always say that too, get client testimonials, but a lot of people are like, how do I? do that exactly how do I approach that what is my you know how do I kind of get out of my 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 way and ask for a testimonial and then when I have it what what do I do with it can you kind of talk about that for a minute yeah definitely uh very good question and um, yeah it's very important we call it in um, our team we call it like social proof mm -hmm. because it's proof from real people about your experience about you about the work you do right so talking about social proofs it's uh really hard to get them there are like different services uh, that can help you with it there are like different practices that you can do and you can use to get testimonials the important thing here is be specific what piece of uh what piece of your experience of your work you would like to highlight mm -hmm. and ask direct questions about that piece about that specific piece so you'll uh, be sure that your clients that your network will be able to make your position uh, stronger in this specific thing in this specific vertical so it's about asking direct questions it's about uh, maybe giving something like sharing something you can always do some incentives you can always do something more for your clients for sharing the feedback and this is totally okay because at the end of the day they should sit down and write about you they should also invest some time uh, for you to uh, improve your business at the end of the day so make sure you will highlight them you will also make 
them slightly popular, right, for sharing your feedback. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're asking the right question. You are asking the right people as well. Definitely will uh, save time if you uh, will ask people that you are already having great track. If you realize that you're you having not so great relations with some client and you are not sure about asking feedback, uh, I'm not sure you should invest time in, into that. Mm -hmm. Just like make sure you will, that, that you'll get like quality things from people that can really provide quality for you as well. Uh, add links to their website. Make them also like, as I already mentioned, popular kind of. Add links to their website, to their social media. Say that they would be highlighted on your personal website. They will uh, got links, backlinks at, at the end of the day. It's also very popular important for people that you see the value out of that. Uh, what else? Uh, okay, so uh, move them popular, kind of put links and make sure that we'll, they will also benefit somehow for sharing their experience. Ask direct questions. Be sure that it won't take a lot of time from them because time is important and time is tangible. So uh, be sure that you are asking the right people and be sure that you are also highlighting that social proofs on your website, in your, you can even in, include it somehow in the offers you are sending. Like, you know, a lot of times people are almost about uh, button buy, but they are like, okay, I'm not 100% sure. And there, then this small like cloud with, okay, uh, Holly said that this is great service because of, because, because, and okay, okay, final, this is final point, then I'll do my purchase. This is the way it works. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah social proofs, social proofs, social proofs, direct questions. Make sure that you're asking the right people and make sure you are asking the right questions that will highlight the parts that you want to be highlighted. Yeah. So that's going to be three points. I love that. And I, and I love that you pointed out, ask, or don't just say, hey, can you give me a testimonial? Because then they, they don't really know where to start. And that takes them more time to kind of process. And they may not give you exactly what you're looking for. They may just be like, oh, yeah, Eeyore is wonderful. Great work. And you're like, yeah, but I wanted it for working, not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we don't ask. Them. Yeah, don't yeah, ask it that. is. Yeah, and yeah, that's not helpful necessarily. I mean, maybe for you, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm great." <laughs> You're trying to promote your business, right? So, um, what I one of the things I really like to ask is, "Where were you before you worked with me, and where are you now?" And you know, well, that that's not good. Yeah, you get the the transformation story, right? So the testimonial is really that transformation. And another thing I love to say is like the, in our mentorship or grant professional mentorship the other day, yesterday, in fact, one of the, um, the mentees was like, I just won two grants. And I was like, go ask that nonprofit for a testimonial right now, <laughs> right? Because while they're on the high of winning the grants, like, yeah, how do you yeah. want to get it? Now they're going to be excited, right? So, um, but I also liked how you mentioned a certain type of incentive or a way of just appreciating them because it does take them time maybe it just takes them a few minutes but hey that's a few minutes of their time right so some things that we love to do here is I love to highlight testimonials on the podcast occasionally so when I see them I like to read them or you know sometimes we do other things giveaways um you know a thank you card is even something simple that you can do a handwritten thank you card for a, a client who gives you a testimonial you know there's all different types of things that 
you can do um, to really appreciate them for taking their time. But yeah, then that is helpful. So they could put that um, on their websites, on their Worky, they have Worky. Um, they could also put it, where else can you put client testimonials that will help you um, as well? Mm -hmm. uh, social media, social media, easy. Uh, emails, uh, when you're sending some offers, uh, you should uh, also put it into your product, into maybe include them into your blog if you are writing some blog, yeah. uh, right? So I guess on top of my head, that's uh, going to be three main points, like social media. Uh, feel free to share the, the most fresh feedback from your network. Feel free to include it into emails. Feel free to include it in your personal website. So that's going to, I guess, three main points. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and your proposals. So definitely if you're submitting a proposal, you yeah. can include those too. So that's also a nice way to put it in there. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So definitely your social... So these are great tips, you guys. So if you're out there, if you're struggling with thinking, how am I getting eyes on my nonprofit or my nonprofit consultancy, my uh, freelance grant writing company, writing blogs, including people in your blogs, being concise is a great way to get some traffic to your websites, right? And another way yeah. too is to kind of amplify that is any work that you're doing, get feedback, get those testimonials. And if you're a nonprofit, get testimonials from other nonprofits, because that will also help your donors when they're giving to you to say, oh, wow, they have social proof from other nonprofits, from other donors, from other places. So that can be extremely helpful as well. So thank you for all these tips. These are wonderful tips. Like, I, I'm <laughs> You're welcome. Notes. You're welcome. Yeah. That's why I'm here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> great so and all of you guys out there who are really interested in working we opened up with it we talked about what that kind of looks like if you're interested in looking at that definitely go to worky w-r-o-k-e-e.net um you're definitely going to want to check it out there we'll have the link in the show notes as well uh any final words before we sign off today Eeyore uh yeah it was really pleasure sharing some hopefully useful tips with your audience. Uh, yeah, and having you also participation, participating into my questions. So really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, uh, as I already mentioned, uh, be passionate about what you do and be sure you are putting value in what you do. Like the value and passion is really important. At the same time, if you want to get rid of some back office routine and uh, some things that you won't like much, feel free to uh, check, check out Worky. Worky is 100% free. We are not charged any massive subscription fees. We are not charged any transaction fees. So we are 100% free within Worky starter plan. Feel free to automate things and I'll be happy to share other questions and other insights if you have some questions. Thank you for having me today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Eero. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. And um, thanks for also talking about Worky and, and providing a free option for people out there. I know it's going to help a lot of nonprofit consultants be able to get started right away without having the burdensome of months of building a website. <laughs> so they'll be able to start working right away. So thank you so yeah. much and for all your tips too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Eeyore Bauman, co-founder and CEO at Worky. He gave some great information on how to write a blog, why it's important, how to get testimonials, and so much more. So for more information, once again, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 256. There you can see how to contact Eeyore and some more information in all of today's show notes. 
I also want to give a big shout out to Fam Connection, who wrote a review on iTunes for the podcast. Fam Connection says, every time I listen to Holly's show, I learn something, and I am a nonprofit veteran. Holly is a no-fluff expert who cuts right to the chase, giving people expert advice. I sometimes have to listen to an episode twice because there are so many videos. Thank you so much, Fam Connection. I really appreciate that review. And if you love the podcast, would you do me a favor? Could you please leave a review on your podcast listener as it does help other people find the podcast? And of course, please subscribe if you're not a subscriber so you get these episodes delivered right to your podcast player. Thank you for listening once again to today's podcast episode. My name is Holly Rustic, and I'll see you next week.